Hello, everybody, and welcome to the High on Soccer podcast with your favorite hosts, myself, Dylan Monroy, and today, Jorge Martinez. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, Jorge? What is up, my man? It's been a minute, man. It's, it's always great talking time. to you. We always love talking soccer. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Good times are coming, man. Lots of games, you know? Yeah. Hell and, yeah. And one game in particular. Jorge, can you guess that game of what I'm <clears throat> thinking right now? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and uh, think uh, USMNT versus L3. USMNT versus L3. That is exactly who I'm talking about because if you haven't heard, everybody, USA 2 a 0 once again against L3 at home in Oof. Cincinnati by who else, Jorge? Who else could have scored this beautiful goal? Who else? Who do you think it was? Uh, Pulisic. Christian, his name, Pulisic. Off the bench. Off the bench, the man in the mirror, Christian Pulisic, after scoring the first goal in, like, I believe it was the 70th minute or so, something like that. Yeah, something like that. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't even have pull it, it up right, now. right in front of me. You can tell me right now in a minute. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, Christian Pulisic comes on, Tim Weah. All yeah. over the pitch. 74th minute. So. 74th minute. Yeah. And Tim Weas passes a great cross into the box. You know, perfect curl. And Pulisic puts away one of maybe the biggest goals or will be one of the most recognized goals in, I think, quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty good goal. Honestly, a, a really, really well-worked goal. Um a great individual play by Tim Moya to to just whip it in. So you know he takes on uh, uh, Jesus Gallardo. Uh, he just drives he drives in towards him, and I mean he goes towards the line, and then he just whips it in and just curls it in just fucking perfectly, bro. And just I, okay, me and you were actually watching this game together yeah, uh, yeah. that Friday night, and bro, like let's be upfront. Tim Weah had a man of the match performance. I think so. Like, I know he just got the one assist, but he was doing that the entire game. I don't yeah. know who the left back is on Mexico, but he destroyed him. Yeah, yeah. No, that's this was a guy out of the. Yeah, he had no chance. He didn't even know what was going on. No. Like to be he, quite honest. Yeah, he got him really good, dude. He. Yeah, I, I mean. It, just impressive all night. He was just doing that all night, just taking players on, uh, going forward. He, I know he had like one or two shots uh, as well. I know he took one in the very beginning. He took it kind of early, uh, but it, he and, and I think most of the U, the the squad, the U.S. squad, they they didn't come out you know guns blazing in the beginning. They they didn't they did come out when we we're, were doing a lot of high press, but I think. They had to like grow into the game, like they, they had to ease in, you know, like they kind of they were take, they they were hesitating in the beginning. Well, come on, bro, look at this starting eleven: uh-huh. Aronson, Pepe, Wea, Adams, Musa, McKinney, Robinson, Zimmerman, Robinson. 
and uh, Yedlin and Stefan. The only guy that I could recognize that played in Mexico in a big, 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 big important uh-huh. matchup, like a World Cup qualifier, is maybe Yedlin. The yeah. other guys... They haven't. They haven't so they had that. So, this, they, yeah, and they feel a lot of pressure. I'm sure they do. There's this game... Is was a super super important game to the U.S. for many many reasons. For one, the squad, arguably one of the best squads that we've seen in the qualifiers. If we were to compare, you know, where these players play in the leagues they play at, and and the the level of them really. Uh, so it's one of the, the the squads that a lot of people would agree is one of our stronger squads. So I think the players themselves realize, oh shit, this is like what the people because they they see mm-hmm. the. They see the news, dude. They see what people tweet. They see what people post. Like they see what people yeah. comment. So they know what people expect or want. Prefer the the national team squad to be. So one, they already feel the pressure of that because it's like, oh shit, it's like finally happening, and like now we really ha- like now we have no excuse. Like there's no excuse now. There really is no excuse mm-hmm. uh, because of just where these guys play. Exactly. Like exactly. The- like the level of play that these guys get all the time on a regular basis is crazy, mm-hmm. and exactly that and, that too. <clears throat> these players, most of them play regularly. Regularly, yeah. And now they're here in a different setting, Concacaf at home, mm-hmm. playing Mexico, who has a lot of you know. I feel like Mexico has a style, you know, and it's not one that, you know, they run into a lot in Europe. Right. So these players aren't used to like a little bit more rough, like physical, yeah, physical. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mexico, you know, at first I thought it was a back and forth game up until the goal. Yeah, I it was pretty Mex- open. It was, it was open. We, dude, I remember you and I were glued to the screen, looking at the ta- tactics of the match. Like, whoa, this is a sick ass zero zero. We were dude, talking about. Dude, I know, dude. That game was. <laughs> oh man, well, there was just a lot going on. It was, it was a chess match, you know, and and there was amazing opportunities for both for both teams so it was the the players that there was a lot there was a lot there it was, was really a good game it was a very good game and let's look at some of the players okay we've talked about Wea, you know um, okay. we have to talk about McKenney scoring the oh second my goal goodness, yeah like he put it away man yeah it's good just, goal like McKinney. I mean it, it didn't work out the way he wanted it to go originally but but it worked out in the way it needed to to work out for for the US and McKinney being a guy who got was out of the squad earlier Uh like not too long ago like three months months ago for COVID and everyone was talking about trust can you trust McKinney but he stepped up he answered the call he answered the call like I think that is the coolest thing is that now he he answered the call I think yeah he he came back it's that's kind of I feel like also a lot of people are trying to forget that but the last game that we saw uh, I forgot who it was against but the last round of qualifiers I remember we would see McKinney and we're like he's he's doing okay but he's still misplacing pass like he was like nervous or yeah he wasn't um... I just felt like he wasn't playing he wasn't himself Mm-hmm. He wasn't himself when he was playing. I'm like, I know McKenney. Like, th- he's better than that. Like, I think he's just feeling a little bit of pressure because everyone's like, oh, you know, fucked up. And now, mm-hmm. like, some people say that he his punishment should have been longer and, and, and all this and, and stuff like that. So, him coming into this game, an extremely important game, being named in the starting lineup, and 
playing an overall really really good game in the midfield he, he played it extremely well uh, but not only that getting the game ceiling goal and and what what better than to, to do it as a as a Dos Acero, you know like it's that historic line uh, that everyone knows so it's just kind of it was like a storybook sort of um I, I think it's one of the games that will be remembered moving yeah, it was, going it's forward. A, it's going to be a classic game. People are going to be like, oh, do you guys remember the qualifier? Yeah. The, the Dos Acero the Dos Acero 2021. From, 2021. It, it's gonna, it, yeah. it will be one that's remembered because of, like I was saying before, you know, uh, the pressure from not not just the pressure from the, the lineup being good uh, because and the pressure for them also to play well simply because they, they hadn't been playing at their very best. You know, we still haven't seen the best of the U.S. Uh, the pressure for Zach Steffen, indiv- like okay, for him just individually, you yeah. know, to because he, a lot of people were saying that he didn't deserve to be in that spot. So this game, it, it's remembered for a lot of things because the team was under pressure from multiple things. Also, Greg Berhalter, if if he got this one wrong, I, I think that would have been it. Like that would have mm-hmm. been absolutely. If he were to lose. To Mexico in Cincinnati. I don't think it would have been it, but questions definitely I, would be nah, asked. Nah, dude, I, I, because because the would've... USA would still have a chance to be in the World Cup. But you lo- you <clears throat> lost to Mexico. Right. But in the most important game because the other the other games that they won, yes, they're really really important. But right now, Nations League doesn't have much weight because it's very brand new. Although I very much like the concept and I kind of mm. would like it because, dude, the Gold Cup is just we know what it is. Unnecessary. It's just unnecessary at this point. It's just it's more for the MLS the, domestic players and the um, yeah, the other players the other countries the other, yeah the other countries the smaller <coughs> countries that you know, this is their chance to showcase here in the US because the whole tournament's played here so that's that's you know that's what it's used for so it'd be cool if the Nations League eventually you know just have does carry more weight because mm-hmm. uh, it would be really really cool for that to be considered you know like a real real trophy yeah but, and- uh, but this that that game and then the Gold Cup I'm glad that the U.S. had war. Not, I mean, I'm kind of country. I don't know if I'm necessarily glad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mexico fan. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, <clears throat> this out of all three games, this was the biggest one. By far. This is because. By far. Everyone's like, cool, Nations League, cool, um, yeah, Gold Cup, but what the real objective is. Is 2022, and I mean we all know. I mean the real objective is 2026, but the pre- players have already kind of put pressure on themselves. A lot of them have come out and said, "No, we're thinking already about 2022. Like we mm-hmm. want this and stuff." Uh, and hey, hats off. You know, if you want to win it, you got to believe it first yourself. You know, got to manifest yeah. that shit. But this that them failing or or any sort of hiccups in them qualifying trying to, or trying to go to the world cup it will would be really really negative so this is a, of the three games this this calendar year this is the biggest one i think this is the one with real weight the real most weight <clears throat> it's always uh, a big game when usa plays mexico and even bigger for usa to beat mexico because <clears throat> excuse me historically mexico you know beats USA for the mm-hmm. most part so 
you know, it was a great performance. We, you know, there are other players that I thought had amazing performances. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's run it back to that because I, I know you had a, a few players that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, because we, we talked about Zimmerman. We talked about Musa. Like, those guys, uh-huh. like, are so oh, important. Yeah, yeah. Like, Musa bossing a midfield. Like, absolutely just controlling yeah. it. And another player that I think grew into the game. Uh, a, a good example because in the beginning he was more hesitant about playing safer but as the game went on and he, he you could tell that he gained confidence he grew into the game and he just I mean if the if Mexicans if the Mexicans if the Mexico uh, if Mexico midfield didn't already look like it was aging I mean it's not the worst because you do have Edson Alvarez they're aging but he, the rest Edson Alvarez looked like he was left for dead in the midfield yeah, with who he had beside him yeah, honestly because Yunus Musa just had so much energy and then we already know how, how Tyler Adams recovery exactly. is exactly Edson Alvarez had to cover up uh-huh. fuck what, what's his name Hector Herrera uh-huh. and then uh, who was next to him let me double check <coughs> here I forget let me see uh, it was Luis Romo like who the hell is that guy I'm pretty sure like, Edson Alvarez was trying to do everything. I, I saw him try to be everything in the midfield, which he has that talent being from Ajax. Yeah, but <coughs> I agree that Yunus uh, uh, Musa and Tyler Adams, that between those two players, you just have so much cover. Yunus Musa is a little bit uh, more chaotic, I guess you could say. He, he will... He presses forward a lot more than Tyler Adams does. So Tyler Adams is back a little deeper, a little deeper, because he covers the defense. If if and when, uh, you know, Yadlin or Robinson step up or, or Destiny's healthy, so that's what Aronson does. Or I'm sorry, uh, Adams. But Eunice Musa just in that midfield is just running rampant, just insane, just insane. And yeah. so much energy, like you could you could see the difference between him. And, and the Mexican players. By far, Musa looked like an 18-year-old super, like, machine. Yeah. How fit that. It's like when you see, like, when a 16-year-old plays with, like, the, with a bunch of older people, and everyone's like, damn, there's kids everywhere. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? That's a good way to do You know, like, yeah, show. yeah, yeah, when we play there at the, at yeah. the at, yeah, like Golden Hill and shit. We're like, that, we're that, we're that older guy. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the old guys now, man. <laughs> oh, man, that's even when we go, right now we can't even go play, dude. Tell me about it. Tell Shit, about dude. It. We're getting old. Gotta take care of ourselves. We'll take care of it. Yeah. We will, we, will, <laughs> we will return to a pitch near you. Um, so, Soon, okay. hopefully. I just want to mention real quick. Yeah. Anthony Robinson, I thought, had a really good game yeah, as yeah. well. I think so, too. He had a great up-and-down performance. Yeah. He was all over the pitch on that left side. Dude, he, he really presses up a lot. He, he really does. He does try to get forward, like, a lot. And he puts himself in those positions to score. Now... He had multiple opportunities to put in a goal. He did. And it he just did. didn't happen. But you know what? That's what you need anyway. Like, but yeah, it'll go in. Look, this was the biggest game that, that they've played in uh, the, with the national team, right? And he saw that in this biggest game, he had opportunities to score. So, what is that gonna like? What does that mean for him? Oh shit! Well, if I could do that here. You know, if I could almost score here, because I was, it, it, it was just, you know, missed it by a hair or whatever, you know? Just so close. He did everything but score. 
then what can I do against other opponents too? And that's just gonna, mm-hmm. that's how you create that confidence and so he can carry that form. So I hope he can take that with Fulham in the championship, uh, which I believe Fulham is like doing pretty well in the championship. I don't think they're having any issues. Mitrovic is killing it from what I understand. Oh yeah, he is. You're yeah. right, you're right, you're right. That guy's fucking insane. Didn't he just score a yeah, goal he did, dude. in he... like Serbia to kill uh, Cristiano Ronaldo? No, I think it was in Portugal. Yeah, but... No, no, no. Or was it? I don't know. But... Talk about this briefly. Yeah, dude, he did. But he did. He did. And now Serbia have qualified direct, for those of you who don't know. Uh, Serbia is one of the the European teams to uh, have qualified over the weekend uh, to the 2022 Qatar World Cup. Now, what that means for Portugal is that they still have an opportunity to qualify, but now they're going into a playoff round. It was Uh, Mitrovic. It was Mitrovic, right? Yeah, but now they go into a playoff round, and they're going to play a home and away. And Uh, you know what? mm -hmm. I didn't mean to break you off that. No, you're good, bro. What's good? What's up? I want to talk about this in a podcast. All right. So we're going to save that for you. Yeah, we'll save that for later, but point is, it's not looking good for Portugal. Anyways, moving forward or going back, (laughs) I don't know how you want to say it, but uh, yeah, Anthony Robinson, he had a great game. I thought he did really, really well. Press forward a lot, put in some shots, put in some crosses. He's been, I've noticed he does that, he has been doing that throughout uh, the qualifiers, uh, but he just looks so good that I think he'll be able to carry that form into into more games and, and, and eventually get a goal because he, he, he deserves it, man. He deserves it. This USA team has been absolutely exceptional, and uh, uh-huh. especially in this performance. And we're going to take that into going to play Jamaica. Yeah, so Jamaica, <clears throat> uh, is it away? It's home, no? It's away. It's away. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's away. Okay. <laughs> oh, and Zach, Zach Steffen's still traveling with the squad? Mm, I don't know. Because I, I heard that he was, he's going to start already. <coughs> I heard there's reports saying that he's going to start. Well, maybe uh, Jamaica is not on like a restricted list. I thought it was red list. Maybe it isn't. Mm, I guess not. Well, anyways, that's good. Well, we take that into Kingston, Jamaica on tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. At 2 o'clock Pacific time. So, oh, man. Fuck. That's yeah. for you. Do you know be at work? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch it. We're going to find a way to watch it. Yeah. soccer is life. Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to be watching that while I'm at work. But, yeah, it's going to be a, it's a big game. It, it'll be interesting to see who lines up, and I'm I'm assuming Zimmerman's gonna start because my man looks so good. Zimmerman, I've been saying it, belongs on the World Cup team. I agree. I Not agree. as a starter necessarily, but he can be put into those situations. Yeah, I mean, look how he just slid right in. You know, John Brooks uh, did not uh, get called up to the national team uh, this round. And Zimmerman's been involved uh, throughout every round, but and he started he started a handful of games, but this time he was the senior center back. You know, there's no Tim Ream. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I feel really bad. 
He's but he's not the guy. <laughs> he's not, not who we guy. need. He's not who we need uh, with the national team. Uh, I digress. Zimmerman, he's been just exceptional, just playing amazing, uh, and and he slid right in. You know, he answered the call uh, because there's no 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 senior no senior uh, defender aside from like Yedlin, mm-hmm. but you know, not that you need someone there for for Robinson to. You know, to kind of like lead. For, yeah, you know, the, I feel like he, Robinson is the perfect B on the center back pairing, but not because uh-huh. of lack of talent, just because sometimes one guy needs to lead the line and to control the line. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's his job. Mm-hmm. And in Zimmerman's case, I think he does an excellent job. I, mean, I think so. I think I it's shown with Miles Robinson, kind of a bummer. That Miles Robinson got a red card in the Mexico game, so yeah. he won't be playing for Jamaica. But but it's kind of like it's not the end of the world, only because now it forces a hand, which I'm okay with because I want to see Chris Richards. You know, that is the center back I want to see. I want to see it because mm-hmm. there's a lot of competition for that spot. For those two spots, we have a lot of competition. It's turning out to be because we still have Mark McKenzie, so it's, it might we might see Mark McKenzie. And uh, 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 Chris Richards. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. We'll find out tomorrow. Oh, yes, we will. What a beautiful game. And with that, guys, we're going to sign off and we're going to see you on the next podcast. All right. See you later. See you, everyone. Later, skaters.